my name is Rodney Barlow and we're going to continue another foundational teaching. This teaching is entitled Healing. Go with me to Exodus chapter 15 beginning with verse 26 and you'll find these words. And he said, If thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and will do that which is right in his sight, and will give ear to his commandments, and keep all his statutes, I will put none of these diseases upon thee, which I have brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. Now that's good news all by itself. In this teaching, we want to talk to you about several things. What is the origin, origin of sickness? What does God desire for us in terms of our walking in divine health and healing? We want to talk to you about God's way for you to receive healing, and that is by faith. We also want to share with you about God. God is a faith God. And how can one receive their healing? Different ways how healing can be administered and keys for divine health. Now, what is the origin of sickness? Sickness and disease came into earth as a result of Adam's transgression. God had built a garden and a place in Adam and Eve. God put Adam and Eve in the garden, and all Adam and Eve had to do was obey God. However, in the garden, there was a hedge around them. And, and until they disobeyed God, that hedge kept them, and that hedge protected them. Now, let me read something in Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 8, about this hedge here. He who digs a pit will fall into it, and whoever breaks through a wall will be bitten by a serpent. So we, we, we see here, he who digs a pit will fall into it, and whoever breaks through a wall will be bitten by the serpent. Go with me to Job chapter 1, verse 10. See, the serpent, the enemy, recognized there was a hedge around Job. Now, Job chapter 1, verse 10. Let's look at verse 9. So Satan answered the Lord and said, Does Job fear God for nothing? Have you not made a hedge round, around him, around his household, and around all that he hath on every side? You have blessed the work of his hands and his possessions, and have increased in the land. You see here, Satan recognized that there is a hedge around the believer. And he recognized as long as the hedge is around the believer, he cannot touch the believer. You see, Satan is the author of sickness and disease. He brought it in with sin after Adam and Eve opened the door. And how God sent his son Jesus to redeem mankind from the curse of sin, sickness, disease, and poverty. And we know that from Galatians chapter 3, verse 13. Let's, let's, let's go there and, and let's read this here. Galatians chapter 3, verse 13. It says this, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs out a tree, verse 14, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. What does God desire for you and I? It is God's will for all, not some, but for all to be healed. Let's look at that in Matthew chapter 4. It is the will of God that everyone be healed. Not some, everyone. Matthew chapter 4, looking at verse 23. Now Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in the synagogue, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all 
kinds of sickness and all kinds of diseases among the people. So we see here, Jesus is healing all, not some, but all. Now, not only that, let's go to Matthew chapter 12, verse 15. <clears throat> but when Jesus knew it, he withdrew himself from there, and great multitudes followed him, and he healed them all. See, it's the will of God that God heals everybody. Then in 3 John chapter 2, it says this, I wish above all beloved... Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. So it's God's will that you prosper, be in health, not just have to receive a healing, but be in health even as your soul prospers. Now, Jesus refers to sickness as an oppression of the devil. In Acts chapter 10, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts, we're going to be reading and look at a whole lot of scriptures because Sometimes people think that sickness is of God and that's a lie from the pit of hello. So I want to kind of really flush this teaching out by looking at a whole lot of scripture so you can see it for yourself. It is the will of God that you walk in divine health and it's the will of God that you be healed. And we see here that Jesus referred to sickness as the oppression of the devil. In Acts 10 verse 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing, not some, and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. So we see here that Jesus sees, Jesus sees as sickness as an oppression. Now, oppressed means is to exercise power over. Now, the word of God was to sent, was sent to heal and deliver, according to Psalms 107, verse 20. Now, God's way for you to receive healing is by faith. God's way for you and I to receive our healing is by faith. Let's look at a classic example. Let's go to Mark chapter 5. The blessings of God are received by faith. God's way for you to receive your healing is by faith. Mark chapter 5 Let's look at verse 25. Let's begin there. Now, a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years and had suffered many things from many physicians. And she spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. Now, the scripture says in Romans 6, verse 17, faith come by hearing, hearing by the word of God. I believe she heard that Jesus was a healer. Okay? For she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. And Jesus immediately, knowing in himself that power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? But his disciples said to him, You see the multitude thronging you, and you say, Who touched me? And he looked around to see her who had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, Knowing what had happened to her, it came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your infliction. So notice, Jesus said, Your faith has made you well. So again, God's way for you and I to receive our healing is by faith. See, the blessings of God oftentimes are not automatically manifested in our life. Although we have an entitlement to the promise of God as heirs, 
according to Romans chapter 8, verse 16 and 17, understanding that God is a sovereign God and He can do whatever He pleases to do, based on Psalms 115, verses 1 and 3, we must act on what we believe. Because James chapter 2, verse 20 talks about faith without works is dead. So in trusting God to see the maximum glory in every situation, we have to act on the Word of God. See, now looking at this passage, we can pull out, we can extract several things. Number one, we see the woman who had an issue of blood for 12 years, for 12 years, her illness just got worse. But guess what? She, she put her faith, not in herself, but in Jesus. Notice number two, it says here in verse 27, that she acted on what she believed. Because in verse 27, when she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. Now, the woman, when she heard that Jesus, I believe, was a healer, and that sickness was not from God, she acted on what she believed about Jesus being her healer. And then in verse 28, we see immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up. Excuse me. Verse 28, for she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Her faith grew to the point that she believed if she touched him, touched the hem of his garment, that she would be made whole. She used her faith to touch Jesus. Now, John chapter 1, verse 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. We can touch God as we touch the Word. When you release your faith in the Word of God, you can touch Jesus and receive your healing. She used her faith to activate the healing power of God and received her healing. Now, we must realize that God desires you to be healed because God is a healer. You are heir to the blessing according to the covenant. See, when you get born again, you are entitled to all the promises that God put in the Word. Healing belongs to you. It has been purchased by your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ based on Isaiah chapter 53, 5 and 6. And Satan has no right to put sickness and disease on you. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 53. Let's go there for a moment because I want to read that scripture to you. Because he has no right to put any sickness on you. Because you do not belong to him when you are born again, blood washed, cleansed from your sins. Now Isaiah chapter 53. Let's look at verse 4. Surely has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we are healed. Notice in verse number four, he bore our griefs. So, many times, people say they lose a loved one. They go through their grieving process. But oftentimes, if they have not given that grief over to God, they can go over years grieving over something that's already in the past. But Jesus, in his word, he born our griefs. So you maybe experienced a, 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 just a tragedy in your life, or you lost a loved one, and that thing still is affecting you. God wants you to be healed. He wants you to give him that grief, and you can be able to go on. Yes, you do miss your loved one, but Jesus wants you to experience the best life that he has to offer. And I'm sure if that loved one went home to be with the Lord, that loved one don't want you to be grieving. 
So, so give that grief over to God. Allow God to minister His healing power to you and experience the peace, the joy that God has, has made available when He went to the cross. Now, we see here another classic example how Jesus healed this lady. Go with me to Luke chapter 13. I, I want to show you this in His Word so you can see that God is no respecter of person. Because we believe if you're going to walk in any truth, you need four things. You need a revelation, what God has revealed in His Word. You need a role model. You need a regiment of faith and a right to resolve. Well, we want to show you different people in the Bible as your role model that you can see how Jesus sells in. And guess what? The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 13, He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Regardless of what happened to somebody else, you can receive your healing. Now, in Luke chapter 13, in verse 10, let, let's go there. It says, it says, Now he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And behold, there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity for 18 years and was bent over and could in no way raise herself up. But when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said to her, Woman, you are loose from your infirmity. And he laid his hands on her and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. Perhaps... You might have a spirit of infirmity. You get healed of one thing and something else happened. And something else happened. But I declare today you're loose from that spirit of infirmity. And Christ is your healer. And receive your healing this day by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, let, let's go on here. So, now my, my, in verse 14, it says this. But the ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation because Jesus had healed her on the Sabbath. And he said to the crowd, There are six days on which men ought to work, therefore come and be healed on them, and not on the Sabbath. Now we see here, Jesus healed on the Sabbath, and his people got upset. But guess what? Jesus wants you to be healed regardless of how people feel. So we see here, number one, Jesus, Jesus healed a woman who had a spirit of infirmity for 18 years. He healed her on the Sabbath day. Which the, which the religious leaders did not like it. And Jesus also called her a descendant of Abraham. Let's look at that in verse 16 and 17. So ought not this woman being a daughter of Abraham, who Satan has bound, think of for 18 years, be loose from this bond on the Sabbath? And when he had said these things, all the adversaries were put to shame, and all the multitude rejoiced for all the glorious things that were done by him. So we see here Jesus called her a descendant of Abraham and let and, and he said Satan put this sickness on her. However, she had a covenant right to be free from this bondage. And if you're born again, guess what? You have a covenant right to be healed from any affliction that you have experienced in life. Now, you, you need you need to know some things about God if you're gonna receive your healing. That God he, He's a Savior, He's the healer, He's the deliverer, He's the way maker. But God is a faith God. And that not only a healing God, but he's a faith God. And now, because I say faith God, you need to know something about faith. God called those things that be not as though they were. Now, Romans chapter 4, verse 17 lets us know that. Let's go there so you can see it for yourself. Romans 4, 17, as it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. And the presence of him whom he believed, even God, who gives life to the dead, and call those things which be not as though they were. So we see here, God call those things that be not as though they were. Then in 1 Peter chapter 2, see, 
God call you healed, not you going to be healed. When God looks at you, he sees as you're already healed. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 23 and 24. Whom, when he was reviled, talking about Jesus, did not revile and return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but commit himself to him who judges righteously, who, who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. The, the work of your healing was done at the cross, so you can say, wait a minute, since God in the words that I was healed past sin, so I can claim it by faith, because faith is now, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, so you can say, I am healed. Regardless of how I feel, I am healed, because the Bible says I am, I am, and, and I'm going to act on what I believe. Now, not only, not only you need to know that God called those sins that be not as though they were, in dealing with sickness and disease, God is not saying that sickness and disease and pain does not exist. Listen to me closely. He is saying they have no right to rule over your life. No right, especially if you're a believer. Based on Isaiah 53, verses 4 and 5. Number two, I want you to know this. God desires that you see yourself healed. Because that's the way God sees you. 1 John 4, 17. As he is, so are we in this present day. And in this word of God in our life. Number three. Confession is the key to your possession. Based on Romans 10, verse 9 and 10. And notice what that lady said in Mark chapter 5. She said, if I touch him, she saw that I shall be healed. She confessed that thing and she possessed the healing. So you got to declare, I am healed by the stripes of God. I am healed with God's high field. You got to possess. What you possess, you put yourself, what you confess, you put yourself in position to possess. Now, and also in Mark chapter 11, verse 23, Jesus teaches how to speak to that mountain. So I want to encourage you, speak to that mountain of sickness. Speak to that area where the enemy tried to keep you from receiving God's best. Jesus says in Mark chapter 11, verse 23, For sure I say to you, Whoever says to this mountain, be removed, be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believe that those things that he says will come to pass, he will have whatever he says. It's in red. Jesus said it. I believe it. He's giving you an instruction. Now, as you follow his word, expect to receive your healing. Now, not only that, but we must realize that the price has been paid. Who paid the price? Jesus paid the price. Jesus Christ came as the second Adam bore his own body on the cross, and he took all your sickness and all your disease. Not only that, because of Jesus' work on the cross, we are redeemed from the curse of the law, which includes sickness and disease, which we read in Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14. So, how do I receive my healing? I said you receive your healing by faith. How do I receive my healing? When you realize that Jesus bore your disease so that you may be healed. When you realize that divine health is yours, confess it and fight the good fight of faith and believe God to manifest that in your body. Now you must know that there are different ways healing can be administered. One, in Mark chapter 11 verse 23, Jesus instructed us to command that mountain of sickness to be God. And then in Matthew chapter 18 verse 19 and 20, it talks about the prayer of agreement. That you can stand in agreement 
find some another believer to pray with you to pray of agreement. And Jesus said, if two or more should touch and agree concerning anything that they ask, it shall be done. So you can pray the prayer of agreement and receive the healing power of God. Not only that, but also the anointing with oil. Let's go to James chapter 5. James chapter 5, verse 14. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church. Let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick. And the Lord will raise them up. And if he has committed any sins, he will be forgiven. So you see there, you don't have to say, oh, I'm so sick, oh, woe is me. You can call on the elders, call on the mature ones in the church, and say, hey, I, I got this situation, I prayed, but I want you to pray in agreement with me. And the Bible says, they anoint you with oil, and the prayer of faith shall save the sick. Not only that, the Bible talks about laying out of hands. You know, have somebody lay, lay their hands on you. That believe God. That believes the word of God. And you can receive the healing based on the land of, on the past. Based on Mark chapter 16 and verse 18. Now, and also, I want to encourage you to go to Proverbs chapter 4 verse 20 and 22. Why? Because this is another pathway to your healing. Keeping the word of God before you. Proverbs chapter 4. Verse 20 and 22 through 22. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ears to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and help to all their flesh. The, the Bible says the word is medicine to all their flesh. So you want to put the word before you. If you, if you have to go to the doctor, Listen to them. Along as they, they are speaking in terms of the word, listen, take, you know, listen to the doctor. Every gift, every good and perfect gift comes from God. You know, if, if your faith is not there, you got to take the medicine, take the medicine, take the medicine in faith, though. Believe in God, I'm not going to have any side effects. I'm going to believe it's going to do what it's supposed to do and nothing less. But don't put all your faith in the medicine. Put your faith in the finished work of God. Put your faith in the blood of Jesus. Put your faith in the name of Jesus and watch God move. Not only that, um, but, but we want to give you stuff for so you can stay in health. Walk in divine health. So we want to encourage you to do five things in closing. Eat naturally. Eat healthy foods. Whole grain foods, seeds and nuts, fruits and vegetables. Not only that, but eat in moderation, according to 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 23. Get adequate physical and mental rest. Next, drink sufficient body amount of water daily. And lastly, get the proper amount of exercise weekly. These are not only the things you need to do, but these are some things that you need to start um, putting in your life, in your, in your daily life, so you can walk in divine health and be the best you and do what God called you to do in the earth. Well, I want to pray for you and believe God that God's going to keep you healthy, you're going to walk in divine health, and you're going to know that Jesus, based on his word, based on your faith in God, that he is your healer, and he wants to heal you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that anyone out there listening by this recording, and they have an affliction, I bind the spirit of infirmity, and I command them to be healed. We lose the spirit of faith. We thank you based on the finished work of Christ, that Jesus, you are the healer, 
And I thank you right now that they are healed. And we give you praise and we give you glory. In Jesus' name. Until next time, I would encourage you, keep walking by faith.